Podcast Answer Man, episode number 391. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. That's right, my friends. It does not matter if you are brand new to this online content creating world we live in, or if you've been creating content for many years, there's something we can all do to take everything we're doing to the next level. And my friends, today I'm going to be talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart and something that has helped me consistently year after year take my own personal brand and my business to the next level. And that topic is attending conferences. In fact, I've decided to share with you today six reasons why I believe you should attend a conference this year for the purpose of taking your personal brand or your business to the next level. Now, before we get into these reasons, I want to first address something. I realize there are some of you out there who are hearing this. You're about ready to check out because you're thinking to yourself, there's no way I can afford to attend any conferences this year. And that very well may be the case. I'm not going to argue with you that you should, you can't afford not to attend a conference this year. It, here's the deal. I was in your shoes, if that's where you are today. I was there in 2008. Um, my personal income was at such a level in 2008, my first year doing business in, on my own. Um, it, it was tough. In fact, if you want to hear the full story, you head over to my about page over at podcastanswerman.com slash about, and there's a video where I share my full story of how I got this business off the ground. But anyway, I knew that I couldn't afford to attend conferences. But here's what I can tell you from my experience. That if you're in the place this year where you're not going to be able to afford to attend a conference in 2015, I can guarantee you two things. Number one is if you do not financially plan for the need to attend a conference in 2016, you won't be able to afford it next year either. But the opposite of that is true, and I can almost guarantee this as well, and that is that if you decide what conference or conferences in 2016 that you feel like you must attend, if you find out what the cost of those events are, find out approximately how much it's going to cost to stay in a hotel, how much it's going to cost to travel there, and how much you'll need for meals those days, and also even make sure that you budget for the amount of maybe a drop in income as the result of you being away for that period of time, Uh, and don't forget to even budget in a little bit of a buffer for the week after you get back because I can tell you that, that sometimes it's a little overwhelming to get caught up after this. I mean, let me just put it this way. What I'm saying here is that for those of you who think you can't afford it Uh, because of the financial cost of buying the ticket and traveling, there's even more cost than that. And And that is just a fact. It is a reality. To attend a conference can be quite an investment. But that is exactly what I would call this, is an investment. Not a cost, but an investment in your future and taking things to the next level. And what I will tell you is that if you add up all the amount of income 
or money that you're going to need to be able to afford a conference or two next year and you begin to say and you begin to say well if I'm going to attend this event or these events next year how much money do I need extra every single month between now and then so that at that time I will be able to attend those events I can almost guarantee if you approach it that way you will be able to afford to attend conferences in 2016 now I realize that a majority of my audience here you guys are in a position where you're able to afford to attend a conference or two or three in 2015. Some of you have emailed me and said, Cliff, what attend- What conferences are you going to this year? I'd love to catch up with you. And uh, some of you are stuck between a couple conferences, one or two or three, and you're trying to decide which one's the best fit for you. I'm going to cover that in today's episode as well. But first, let's go ahead and jump into these six reasons why you should definitely be planning to attend a conference this year. And if you can't afford it this year, next year. Uh, But reason number one, you need a break from your routine. I don't know about you guys, but I have a routine. I do the same thing Monday through Friday every single day of the week. And, And it sometimes can get a little monotonous. It Sometimes you can uh, get into such a routine of working around the clock that you feel like this is all that you're doing. Now, I'm, I have a lot more margin in my life today and a lot more flexibility today than I had in years past, but that's as a result of a lot, a lot of work. And I realize many of you are in the earlier stages of building your brand and building your business. And if you are, then I know many of you are stuck in a routine of monotony. You know, there are many of you who are probably like I was in 2008, 2009, 2010, where, you know what, I left this career that I was very successful at, but I did not enjoy whatsoever, that I had no passion for, and that it was actually soul-sucking, and I decided to take something that I loved to do, something I felt called to do, and I began to pursue it as a business, as a career, and I had this great passion and 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 feeling that this was the right thing and that eventually it would take off and i remember those first few years just how much i had to work how many hours and i was working not just 5 days a week at the time but i was working 7 days a week i was working a crazy insane amount of hours and to think of pulling away even for one day or or a weekend and not working or just, a, I, I remember I was attending a church at the time and, and they wanted to ask all of us to volunteer to help on Saturday for three hours to help set things up and for this event. And they asked me to do that once a month. And I remember just how difficult it was to pull away from that. If you are stuck in a routine where you feel like you just can't pull away, One thing I got to tell you is you need a break from that routine. You desperately, even if you think you can't afford it, you. I will tell you this, you can't afford not to break the routine. So even if you can't afford to attend a conference this year, I would definitely encourage you to pick three weeks from now, just pick a four-day period of time where you choose not to work. Seriously, you need a break from the routine. Uh, so, so the cool thing about a conference is it's certainly going to give you that break from uh, your routine. In fact, one of the things that I found after attending my very first conference is this. I'll never forget the week before my first conference that I went to. 
I was working like crazy. I There was a deadline. I, there was this specific day that I had to be ready by because I had to be packed. I had to be at the airport and I was leaving to go to another city at a certain day at a certain time. And as a result of that, my work week prior to that, I found myself very focused and very organized attacking most important priority, the things that had to get done, the things that couldn't be put off. And I found that things that were maybe urgent but not important, uh, the things that were not important for the very first time, and, and yes, I did say that for the very first time, didn't get done. There were urgent things that were not important that did not get done. And that is a great thing. It's a lesson that we need to learn in life. And so one of the things that a conference did for me is help me understand that, wow, when there is a limited amount of time that I allot to the work that I do or that is allotted for me because I have made this commitment to go somewhere, then all of a sudden it causes me to focus only on the most important things. And of course, this is something that you can learn a lot more about if you read the book Essentialism by Greg McCowan. But anyway, um, breaking your routine, you find that you'll get things done. And also, being away at the conference, you're not, your, your mind isn't constantly focused on work. You're freed to think about other things creatively. And what I found is that when I break my routine and I pull myself away from the work that I'm doing, it does something else for me and it gets my creative juices flowing. And the next thing you know, I'm at a conference and I'm writing down on a, on my notes that, oh, I want to incorporate this, or I want to do this, or somebody will say something, it's like, oh, yes, that's it, which leads me to my second uh, reason why you should attend a conference, and that is the education and insights that you will receive from the sessions and conversations that you will have at the conference itself. Um, I mean, my friend uh, Dan Miller says this. He says I try. He says he tries to go to a conference every single year, and actually several conferences every single year. And he always tries to attend at least one conference that has nothing to do with his wheelhouse of of skills of his interests. He tries to. I mean, he probably would go to a flower and garden show. Uh, and and if you guys know who Dan Miller is, you know that that that's definitely well. Actually, no, he likes flowering and gardening. But uh, <laughs> anyway, you get the idea. It's certainly not going to to be something you would think is going to help him take his his career coaching and and business oriented focus to the next level. But what he will tell you is that he loves going to these conferences so that he can just come away with one insight and what he found is that success principles are easily transferred from one profession to another and I really do believe that and the other thing is is he says he'll spend all of this money to pay for the event and to travel there and stuff like that and for him the conference itself does not have to be knocked out of the park spectacular blow your socks off kind of wow experience it to be a worthwhile investment. He will tell you that if he can go and just make it a point to at least pull away from that experience just one valuable insight or one piece of information that will help him take one area of his business to the next level, then often that's going to generate many times and oftentimes uh, exponentially more times 
uh, the return on investment that it costs to attend the event. So you only need to come away with one idea that's going to help you really boost uh, your product or service offering or your approach to social media or whatever it is, something that's going to take you to the next level. So the, the second reason why you should attend an event is because of the education and insights that you'll have from the sessions that you attend and the conversations you have with others. And speaking of conversations with others, that takes us to our third reason why you should take uh, attend an event this year, and that is taking your relationships to the next level. You know, many of us who are online business owners, podcasters, bloggers, um, content creators, we have lots of relationships online. We have met people through Twitter and Facebook and and we've got people calling our voicemail feedback hotlines. We're exchanging emails, comments on our sites. You know, it, it's, it's amazing that we can have friends all over the world. And I genuinely do consider these people to be friends, even the ones I've never met before. There are people that I cannot wait to meet them for the very first time because I know when I meet them, it's going to feel like it's not meeting them for the first time, but it's like a friend we haven't seen in a very long time, although it'll be the first time that we've seen them. Uh, and the reason I know this is because I experience this all the time, every single time I go to a conference. And that's what I want to tell you. Taking your relationships to the next level, there's nothing that can compare to the gravity of a relationship that is ha- that has had the face-to-face experience. Um, even, I can tell you this, even just a quick 30 to 90 second conversation in the hallway in passing is extremely valuable. Putting the face to the name, putting a voice to the name, shaking hands physically. There's something that kind of solidifies a relationship even further when you meet someone face to face. And and yeah, it's just amazing. But, But here's the deal. When you get to these conferences, to take relationships to the next level, don't just go and shake a bunch of people's hands. You know, make a make a concerted effort to go and find. Well, first of all, find out who are, who else do you know that's going to the event that you're thinking about attending. And I would make it a point to create a list of people that you want to definitely intentionally take the relationship to the next level. Now, many of these people may not be available for you know having breakfast or lunch or dinner with you and stuff like that. Uh, you certainly can ask, and many of the people will tell you that you know their schedule's already full when it comes to those things. But you'd love to, you know, just run into each other, make sure you you know bump into me. That's what I have to tell a lot of people because of the number of people that I schedule to see at these events. But here's the thing: um, I know that when I go to a conference, when I see somebody face to face and and bumping into the hallway, as long as I'm not preparing to get up on stage and start speaking. I will try to do my best to sit down if if I'm walking to something and somebody comes up to me and says, hey, Cliff, and, and I'm like, hey, and they say, I'm so-and-so, and I'm like, oh, yeah, 
And and I will I will ha- I will be in the moment in that event. Now that's for me. That's one of the things that I'm very intentional about. I try to make sure that I'm present with each person I have the opportunity to run t- into. Oftentimes, this keeps me from doing things that I had planned to do, like using the restroom or uh, you know attending the event or a session, or at least missing out on the beginning of the session of one of my very close friends that I wanted to hear talk. Um, I, I can't even begin to tell you the number of times that I've got these amazing close friends that are giving these amazing speeches. Pat Flynn is the, probably the person I've, I've missed the most uh, in so many of his things because people have wanted to stop and have these conversations. But I find that this is one of the most extremely valuable parts of attending of a, a conference is having face-to-face conversations and, and really listening and participating in conversations with them. So, yeah, definitely make plans to do that. Create a hit list of the people that you want to connect with on a deeper level and and have a you know, try to have at least, you know, a couple minute conversation with as many people that you want to get to know. And if you can, arrange to attend meetups that 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 might be open for you to uh, be invited to. Um, you know, they I would encourage you to invite people out to dinner. Um, you know, go to the cocktail parties, and and even if you're not a drinker, just go there and and mingle with people. Have a glass of water in your hand to make you feel just as good as everybody else out there. Well, maybe not, but <laughs> you get the idea. Uh, but definitely go to these conferences with the intention of networking and and really getting to know people on a on a face to face personal level, taking those relationships to the next level. The fourth reason for attending a conference this year would be the exposure that comes with networking. Now, one of the the side benefits of actually going and attending these conferences and, and taking your relationships to the next level is the fact that every person that you've met, you've had an impact on. I remember one of the first events that I ever attended. This was before I started my business. This is back in 2007. I went to PodCamp Boston too. At the time, I was I had already give my, given my 90-day notice. Uh, I was about one month into my 90-day notice. In 60 days, I was going to be uh, no longer employed as, as an insurance agent after 11 years. And I was venturing into the wild unknown. And I was going to attend this free conference. But I, you know, it's it was free to attend. But I still had to pay to travel there and, and all of that good stuff. But here's what I can tell you is that um, I reached out to my friend CC Chapman. It was the first time I actually communicated with him, and I said, "CC, I listen to your podcast. I hear that you know there's this awesome stuff about PodCamp Boston too. I, I hear these great people are going to be there. I'm looking forward to the possibility of meeting you there." Um, here's the thing: I'm getting ready to leave my career, just like you just left yours, and I'm looking to build my business. And I just want to know: Can you give me any any advice? on how to to make this an effective networking experience for me. I've never attended a conference like this before. And he, he basically, C.C. Chapman gave me this advice, and it was something like, he says, um, come and, and what, what was it? It was like, he says, you've got to come and make it happen. That's, that's what he said. Come and make it happen. Make sure that you come and you share your passion and your enthusiasm and your excitement for what you do and and also come and genuinely show 
how much you are excited about the people that you are already uh, go, that you already know that you're excited to meet there. And and he says if you do that and if you come just with just passion, you you're you're going to make your experience at this conference. It's not up to the conference at uh, some people will think, you know, it's up to the conference organizers to make this an, an awesome event. And I went to, I've been to conferences, my friends, where the conference itself was, I mean, if you just went there and you went with this uh, consumer mentality, it's like, okay, entertain me, you know, make this valuable for me. And the conference itself was just a total drag bore. It's like, this is horrible. But at the same, and, and by the way, I've I attended those conferences, and I've heard people say that was absolutely horrid. And I'm thinking, wow, this is probably one of the greatest times I've had at an event. And why? Because of this advice that CC Chapman gave me when I went to PodCamp Boston too. He says you have to go and make this a worthwhile investment. You have to make things happen. Get out there and shake people's hands. Don't wait for them to shake your hand. Get out there and make yourself known. And I took that advice to heart and I've done that every single time I've attended a conference since then. And so we've already talked about taking relationships to the next level. But, you know, it's not just the relationships with people you already know, but get out there and, and meet and shake people's hands and network with people you don't know. Definitely show a very sincere interest in learning about who they are and what they have to offer. You may be surprised. Some of those people may be something, somebody that in four years from now, you may end up doing a joint venture together that makes you both hundreds of thousands of dollars. You just never know. I know this from experience. So, you know, you just got to, you just got to go out and make these things happen. Now, what I found is when you get out there and you not only build you know deeper relationships with people that you already wanted to know and stuff like that but you just go and make things happen the exposure that comes from this networking when when you come and you're full of enthusiasm by the way one of the things that i recommend that you do before you go to the conference make sure you nail down what we call your elevator pitch you want to be able to have a very clear and succinct way of communicating who you are and what you want to be known for. So if somebody says, so Cliff, what do you do? And I mean, obviously this person doesn't know who I am. And I say, you know what? I First and foremost, I'm a podcast producer. And uh, and after that, I am a podcast consultant and coach. I started podcasting back in 2005 as a hobby about the TV show Lost. I left my career and uh, in 2008, I started doing this full time. And since then, I've literally helped many thousands of people launch their podcast. In fact, if you look into iTunes, uh, top 50 podcast in iTunes, uh, a good, a very large number of those people are my students. That's my, I mean, that's one elevator. I, by the way, that was not rehearsed. That was just something that came to the top of my head. You know, so, so are you able to clearly communicate what you are, who you are, what you're about, what your brand is? You know, um, I'm just trying to think of some people, you know, Kirk Bowman just came to the top of my head. Kirk Bowman is all about helping you understand the art of value. Um, He believes and has a podcast called Art of Value where he talks about getting away from getting paid by the hour 
and instead being paid by the value that you offer to people. Uh, James, uh, is it James Kinson, I believe? Uh, James has Cash Car Convert. You know, he's a guy who's a Dave Ramsey van, uh, fan, and he's all about helping people with personal finances and helping them live debt-free, and he has this brand called Cash Car Convert. Um, so, so you get the idea that I, I can tell you people that I've just, and, and by the way, those people, you, I, here's the, here's that reason. This is that benefit of this, of attending a conference, the exposure that comes with networking. I met Kirk Bowman at a conference. I met James Kinson at a conference and I just told thousands of people about their brands. And guess what? They're both going to get a bump this week. Cash car convert and art of value both of them are going to probably see about 300 to 800 uh, additional downloads this week on their podcasts because of the exposure that comes with networking at conferences and not just going and networking, but being able to clearly communicate who you are and what your brand is and what you want to be known for. If Kirk Bowman came up and I said, so Kirk, what do you do? Uh, well, I, I blog and podcast about this and that and this and that. And by the way, I've, I've met tons of people at conferences. When I ask, they ask me about who I am and what I do, I tell them and, and stuff like that. And then I ask them about what they do. And it's like, I'm just trying to figure it out. And you know what? I don't remember any of their names and I don't remember anything about them because they didn't quote unquote bring it. All right. So keep that in mind. All right, so number five, the fifth reason why you should attend a conference this year is the possibility of speaking at future events. So make sure that you you get to know the organizers and communicate with them. Explain to them how much you value this conference. Uh, you know, obviously being genuine, um, you want to, you know, get network with the conference organizers, the volunteers, look for ways to help. Uh, Definitely look for ways to help and look for ways to help in unique and creative ways. Um, and when you do that, you find yourself in, the, in a position where it's very possible that maybe at the very next event that they host, you might be invited to speak at the conference or you might put in a submission to speak and get accepted as a result of the fact that you not just networked with other people, but you also found ways of getting on the radar of the organizers. And of course, again, if you're very clear about who you are and what you have to offer to the world and what your message is, and it jives and goes along with what they're trying to to give the community of people who attend their event, then there's a good chance that you might possibly be speaking at future events. And again, I know this from absolute experience. Then number six, the sixth reason is a chance to experience a city where the conference is being attended. And for me personally, I love this. I love to get into a different environment. Let me just give you some of the different environments that I've attended, I've been able to participate in um, as a result of the conferences that I've attended. How's that? Um, Well, first of all, my very first conference that I went to related to podcasting, new media and business and stuff, um, that would be PodCamp Boston too. You know, there's this VeggieTales song that says, I've never been to Boston in the fall. Well, you know what? I went to PodCamp Boston 2, and I also went to PodCamp Boston 5, and both times I've been to Boston in the fall. And it is awesome. 
I love Boston. I've been there twice. And not only did I attend the conferences in Boston. Actually, you know what? No, I take that back. I've been to Boston three times because I also went for Catholic New Media Conference. And every single time I've gone to Boston, I made sure to spend at least an extra day or two so that I could actually see the sights. I'll never forget the time Father Roderick Von Hogan and I, who happens to be my favorite podcaster in the world, and he and I walked all the way from downtown uh, Boston, down by, you know, the whatever the district is where all the seed food is and all that other stuff. We walked all the way from there, all the way to the, is it the Red Sox Stadium? Or the, yeah, I think that's what it is. To, we, we walked all the way down there for Chipotle, and uh, then we walked all the way back. It was, it was a very long walk, but man, was that awesome to see all of that kind of, you know, just the, the back streets of Boston and, and have that time of networking with him. But, but just seeing Boston was, was awesome. The, you know, there's so much history there. And this is a thing that you guys may not even know about me, but when I was in college, uh, my, my major was history. Um, I was actually going to be a history teacher. I don't think I've ever shared that in a podcast before. That's interesting. After nine years, something new that you just learned about me. But anyway, so yeah, Boston was great. Um, other places that I've been. I, I went on a cruise with Dan Miller a couple years ago uh, and it just had the experience. Of, of course, I, it wasn't the first time I've been to the Caribbean on a cruise, but it was the first time I've been on a Caribbean uh, in the Caribbean on a cruise with a bunch of highly successful, very f- focused um, and well, let's put it this way with entrepreneurs and business people who are at the same level or far beyond where I am, people who have achieved levels of success where I hope to one day achieve. And actually I have come to achieve in many areas of life. Um, and experiencing that cruise and that environment with those people gave it a whole new appreciation and an experience that when I came back, I just felt refreshed and renewed. Uh, some other places I've been, San Diego. Uh, first year I went to San, social media marketing world, um, I went to San Diego and took my entire family of five with us. We went to uh, the San Diego Zoo. Oh, goodness. Uh, we went to SeaWorld and did the city tour on the bus and just went to Coronado Island. It's just so much fun stuff there. I've been to Dallas, Texas several times. I've been to Fort Worth, Texas. I've been to New York City, I think, at least three times now. And uh, fa- matter of fact, Father Roderick Von Hogan and I, New York City, some of my greatest memories um, are going to Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. Wow, that was awesome. And then Father Roderick Von Hogan and I actually uh, got some tickets from a friend of mine to go to the Jimmy Fallon show. And I took Father Roderick Von Hogan and John Lee Dumas with me. And so we, I just, uh, th- those are experiences you just never forget. And it, it just takes a relationship so much deeper than, than what you've had just connecting on social media. But experiencing the environments and the atmosphere of these different cities can be so much fun. And so when you attend these conferences, I encourage you, add a day. I know it's, you've already, trust me, in the grand scheme of the overall cost, the extra couple hundred dollars is not, is not that much more. Plan for it and you'll be able to do it. So 
real quickly, a breakdown. What were the six reasons or the six benefits, I guess now, uh, if you for attending a conference this year? Number one, you need to break from you need a break from your routine, from the monotony. Get out and break the routine. Learn how learn that work can be done in less amount of time, and learn that you need to force yourself to focus on getting accomplished only what has to get done, what's the most important things to get done, so that you can break free from your routine and see that life goes on without the day to day monotony of endless working. So that's reason number one. Number two, the education from the sessions you attend and the insights uh, from the conversations that you have with others. Then taking those relationships with people you've met online to the next level by taking it to the face-to-face. And not just going there to, uh, with, to meet people that you already know, but to expose yourself and your brand to those people and even more people. And that benefit, uh, number four, being the exposure that comes with true networking and you going there and making it happen. Number five, the possibility of speaking at future events. And I will tell you that when you speak at a conference, it does amazing things for your exposure and your credibility in the eyes of the other attendees. And then number six, the experience of uh, and the ability to experience the atmosphere of these amazing cities where these conferences are held. So there you go. Those are six reasons why you should definitely choose at least one conference this year. And if you can't afford to do it this year, why you need to create a budget for attending at least one next year. All right, so what conferences am I attending this year? Well, I'm gonna go through in order of of what I have planned. The first one is an, an event that you, you might be, I don't, no, actually, I think it's too late for you. Um, this, I, I, today, today I'm actually recording this now on Friday, February 6th. This is my second go at this episode. Recorded one last night and deleted it. Uh, trust me, <laughs> you should be thankful. This one's much better than the one I did last night. Uh, but anyway, uh, t- today is the final day of my 19th session of podcasting A to Z. And it is. it has been a huge blessing, a very exciting group of people, 30 students and podcasts being launched back to back. It's just absolutely awesome to see. But I just finishing up my 19th session. It has been a very long four weeks for me, uh, but it's been a great four weeks. Now, why did I say it's a long four weeks? Well, because I've been working out, uh, physically working out. Um, a minimum of uh, somewhere between an hour to two hours a day every single morning, then doing all of my A to Z questions and uh, and making myself uh, stop at the end of the evening so I can spend some time with family and getting to bed early. So it's been a lot to fit in to this new routine. Remember, the year 2015 is the year of fitness to me for me, uh, and it's the year where I put my fis- fitness and physical health um far above anything else in my life, including my business. And so um, it, it's been a lot. And that's unfortunately why there was no episode last week, by the way. I just could not fit it in. I tried, but I couldn't. So, but here's the deal. Um, I, I finished this up today. I have all next week to kind of, you know, not necessarily recover, but actually to, for to recover on some of the tasks that have kind of gotten behind as a result of these four weeks. Um, for those that don't know this, when I have a podcasting A to Z session, 
I typically will uh, not, I will put off everything else in my business and only focus on my students in this course. And that's exactly what I've done this four weeks. And so I have a lot of things that need to get accomplished, um, you know, next week because on Saturday, a week from tomorrow, I leave with my wife, Stephanie, to go on another Dan Miller cruise. Uh, so Stephanie and I are going there. I'm not speaking on this one, but I am going just for pleasure. The first time I took all of my children with us, all of our children with us, and this time it's just Stephanie and I. The two of us going on a seven-day cruise. We're leaving on February 14th, Valentine's Day, which is a day earlier than the cruise sets sail. And we're going to have dinner and go see a movie uh, on Valentine's Day evening. And then the next day we set sail with Dan and Joanne Miller, Gail and Michael Hyatt, uh, Michael Stelzner and his entire family, and a bunch of other people that I know extremely well and a lot of people that I don't know at all. But I've heard lots of great things about many of them. And I'm going to go and have a wonderful time with my wife sitting back and relaxing, sitting in on some conferences where these people are going to be speaking, uh, going on some excursions with some folks, and and having a party. It, it's just going to be a great time. And so that's one for me. That is a conference, but it's 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 a it's it's a still very much a pleasure trip as well. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, again, it's too late for you to sign up, um, but uh, several folks that are going to be on that did sign up as a result of me talking about it a while back on social media. Next, after that, um, I come back, and then just a few short weeks later, I'm going to Social Media Marketing World. Now, this is an event that you can attend. It's still, it's still There's still time to sign up for it. This is going to be in San Diego, California, and it's going to be March 25th through the 27th, and now Social Media Marketing World, this is from socialmediaexaminer.com, my friend Michael Stelzner and his team are putting on this conference, this is the third time they've done this conference, the first year they had just over a thousand people in attendance, the second year probably about 2,000 some odd people in attendance, I don't know how many people they're going to have this year, but I'm sure it's going to be several thousand people. And these are amazing people. Now, let me just kind of share with you my estimation and and take it for what it is, but it's just my perspective of the type of people, the kind of crowd that comes to this. One, I would label them more of a, profes- a professional crowd. Um, I You definitely will see a lot of corporate type people, people who work for IBM and, and uh, you know, Microsoft and, and just just a lot of corporate type people. Um, But it's not just corporate types, but there are plenty of people just like myself, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, small business owners. But one of the things that I can say about this is that um, this, this conference really attracts people who are operating in their business or in their career on an all in mentality. They're all in. This isn't a hobby for them. This isn't something they're dabbling in. I mean, are there uh, are there a couple dabblers there? Yeah, <clears throat> there are a couple dabblers. But when you look at the cost of this conference, uh, the registration fee, you'll notice that you know it, it it's not for the dabbler. It's for somebody who's serious about what they do. And so, uh, as a result of that, uh, you get some pretty uh, all in people. And that actually, for me, somebody who's all in into my business. 
it's really nice to actually be in a networking session in a conference like this where you know that every single person there is, pretty much every single person there is super serious and focused on who they are and what they're doing. People got, you won't run into many people who can't give you an elevator pitch that actually sounds pretty impressive, all right? Because these people are people who are doing what they're doing because they chose to do what they're doing. So that's the kind of people who are gonna, if, if you're that kind of person, this, my friends, is the event for you. I, it's one that you shouldn't miss. Uh, by the way, this conference is great at providing networking resources as far as after every keynote speech, they have a networking session right there at the conference. And guess what? No loud party DJ music happening as it's going on. I mean, this is pure networking. Lunch is a great place and wonderful environment for you to connect with other people and network. And, and that is, that it is probably the best networking experience that you could have at any conference. And their parties are second to none. Now, obviously, you're paying a premium to attend this event, and they pay a premium to give you great networking parties. And they, these are the evening events. I'm pretty sure that they're going to do this uh, again this year, where we last year we were on this aircraft carrier. They literally reserved an aircraft carrier for us to actually have a networking party on. And yes, they have a section with a, a band and some loud music playing, but this thing is huge, and you can be away from that and have real conversations at normal volume levels. Uh, it is, it's, it's a wonderful time. And um, also, they have this evening cruise where you get on this cruise boat and and they go out and go under the Coronado Bridge and stuff like that. And uh, now they have different levels of this of this particular boat, and you can be on the level with the really loud music and karaoke and all that other stuff, or you can be on one of the other levels or on the top level where you're outside and you're seeing the sights of San Diego from from the water. And uh, it's it, it, a great networking, I, great networking parties. It's San Diego, my friends. The San Diego Zoo is there. And if you want to go to SeaWorld, uh, I encourage you, if you've never been to San Diego, take the extra day or two. Um, Man, I've had so much fun in San Diego. This time, by the way, this is my third time to San Diego. And because of how much I'm traveling, I'm pretty much flying in the the first day of the conference. Uh, So I'll be there for the networking party that night. Um, but the only extra time that I have to kind of hang out in San Diego is just that day. I get there in the morning, uh, pretty much around noontime, and then I have from like 12 to to like 5 o'clock or whatever to, to kind of do my thing, and so I've got some things and plans that I'm going to do, but then I'm going to have the networking party, do the event, and then I leave the, you know, the day after the conference is over, and, and I fly out that morning. So I didn't actually extend the trip this time, but that's because I've already been to San Diego twice. I experienced it once with my entire family, and then I experienced a a lot of wonderful things last year on my own, and uh, well, this year I needed to kind of get in and get out, but that's because, again, I've already been to San Diego, and and it is great, and if you are brand new uh, to that, I encourage you to to extend that trip and, and definitely go to the San Diego Zoo. Um, I am speaking at Social Media Marketing World, and I'm going to have a great time uh, communicating to those there about the power of and benefits of podcasting, and uh, I'm certain that it will 
excite a lot of people with what's possible through a podcast. By the way, I do have an affiliate link if you want to sign up for Social Media Marketing World. I do get a commission if you uh, do sign up using my link, and it's gspn.tv slash social media. Or if you just go to podcastanswerman.com, there's a banner for Social Media Marketing World on the right-hand side of my website, and you can click that. All right, the next event that I'll be attending just a few weeks after that, I'll be heading back over to the West Coast to Las Vegas, Nevada for New Media Expo. You may also hear this called NMX. Now, this is going to be on April 13th through the 16th, and this year, New Media Expo is being co-located with NAB, the National Association of Broadcasters. Um, now, many of you know that I had been, for the last several years, I had been associated with uh, New Media Expo. I was a contracted worker, and I, as I had a contract with them where I was the director of podcasting for the event. Uh, that means that anything and everything related to podcasting, uh, I was in charge of. So uh, I was very excited to build that from the ground up, this podcasting track that they had uh, or have because they did not have a podcasting track when I started. And we built up an amazing podcasting event at this conference. Uh, We had some great podcasting speakers there. Uh, Leo Laporte had been there uh, and it was just amazing. Two years back to back of, uh, or actually three years back to back of, of just some amazing podcasting uh, event stuff. I mean, it's just, I, I'm at a loss for words right now, but it was it was just awesome. Uh, and those of you who have attended, you know. And those of you who didn't attend, you probably have heard about how amazing it was and felt bad for missing. So definitely, um, I, it, this is something I'm going back to. I'm no longer affiliated. I ended my contract a year ago with them just because I needed to focus on other things in my business and uh, I, I I just needed a break from doing that kind of stuff. In fact, I wanted just to start doing some of my own live events, as I as you guys know. So anyway, here's the thing: it's going to be co-located with NAB. NAB, this National Association of Broadcaster. This is a conference that has got thousands, many thousands, multiple thousands of people that have attended every single year, and we're going to be co-located with that. I don't know how that's all arranged, but here's the thing. There are some people who have been saying, oh, I'm just, we're going to get lost in the shuffle and it's not going to have the same community, blah, blah, blah. You know, I always love it when people just give all their reasons why they just think everything's going to fall apart. Friends, when you go to this event, New Media Expo, it's going to be the experience that you put into it. Yes, you might expect that the conference organizers should be responsible for giving you some wow. And I do believe that to a certain degree. But make things happen for yourself. I'm almost certain. I haven't talked to Rick yet this year. I haven't talked to David Jackson who took over the podcasting track. Um, I haven't talked to these guys about what what's going down there. Uh, but I would imagine that the conference, we're going to be in rooms that are all be next to each other. We'll all be invited to the same parties, uh, and and they'll be. I mean, th- we will be a sub community within this overall community. I have no doubt that that there's going to be opportunities to connect. And if you go with the uh, hit list of people that you already have met online, or the podcasters and bloggers that you follow online, and you make a list of those people to connect with while you're there, and make it a point to shake hands and and get to know other people, and also. Be prepared to give 
you know, an explanation of who you are and what you're what, what you want to be known for, you'll find that this is going to be a great event. Uh, it's in Las Vegas, and some people love Las Vegas, some people hate it. Um, I'm right in the middle. I kind of like the the it, it it's a little bit different and unique. Uh, I don't like the cigarette smoke, um, and so you know it's, it's a little bit of that, this and that. Um, first year that I went to Las Vegas, I did stay several extra days, and I went down to meet Rick um, Dale and Kelly Dale from American Restoration. Uh, I went and uh, saw the pawn shop from Pawn Stars from the History Channel. Uh, some friends of mine went to the the Zappos uh, tour of the Zappos business. I might do that this year. And yeah, so Las Vegas is can be a fun place. And um, yeah, I encourage you to to you know at least check it out. If you've never been to Las Vegas before, um, it, it's it's worth at least walking around. Go see the Venetian anyway. <clears throat> All right. Then uh, let's see here. I'm lo- also looking forward to Pat Flynn's big keynote uh, for that event. Um, th- there's going to be many thousands of people at this event, and I encourage you to definitely sign up for it. The type of people that are going to be there. Now, let me tell you, uh, New Media Expo definitely is going to have some of the professional people, the all-in people, like um, social media marketing world. It have it'll have a good number of those people there. Um, this one will have more people who are, uh, you know, they're kind of where I am is, is on where Pat Flynn and John Lee Dumas and myself and, and some other people that are, you know, in the business realm of podcasting, this is going to have people who are, uh, at my level is going to be at the upper end of, of the experience of building your business and your brand and stuff like that. You're going to have a lot of people who are just a couple steps behind and you're going to have a lot of people who are brand spanking new a lot of people who haven't even you know created their first website online you know now that's going to be they're going to be the minority but you're still going to have several of those people so this is a conference that is really for people at any level and there's something to be offered there for all of them so while i think social media marketing world is for the people who are you know who are already all in and invested new media expo is for is, is certainly valuable for those people but it's also uh, you're going to be able to network with other people who are at your level and get to build some relationships with people who are your peers if you're if you're just getting started out at New Media Expo. So I think that that's I, I, again I, I don't think it's only for those people. I'm saying that New Media Expo is an is a conference that's going to give something to offer to just a little bit of everyone. Also, the networking parties there not my favorite thing. Um, they are usually held at bars and, and stuff like that, uh, which doesn't bother me. But what does bother me is the extremely loud music. And every single year that I've ever attended all of the networking events, the music is always way too loud and you end up losing your voice. And it's never a fun networking experience for me. I mean, the only people I see that go to those things that have lots of fun networking are the people who like to drink heavily. And yeah, and and also, like I said, the the networking party of um, of social media marketing world. You know, you've got people who are there, and it's everything's very, you know, I would say civilized, and and you know, it's not def- it's it's not necessarily laid back, uh, but it's 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 more of an adult atmosphere. And when I say adult, meaning you know, not like you know, a, not adult entertainment, but it, more of an adult kind of. Um, uh, mature environment where people are 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 very 
courteous and 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 stuff like that whereas in these networking parties at new media expo i would consider it to be more reminiscent of uh maybe a frat party might be too much uh, although i do remember and recall uh several of you podcasters you know who you are who were playing beer pong <laughs> at one of the events um but yeah it's uh, my recommendation go to the networking party and see if you can't find a group of people and convince a group of people to leave that party and go to someplace quieter where you can really take those conversations and those relationships to the next level. All right. Um, then later this summer, um, actually before this, before this one that I'm going to tell you, my wife and I are planning to take our family of five in um I think it's going to be, is it before? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's before that. So I think it's the final week of June and the first three weeks of July. My wife and I are, are planning, are, we haven't started planning yet, but we have been talking about and we have $20,000 set aside to take our family of five to Europe for a month. And this is a huge step. I mean, it, I tell you what, this is starting to scare me a little. Okay, it's starting to scare me a lot. But it is something that we're very serious about. We've set the money aside for it. Um, and yeah, we're, we're planning on going to Europe for an entire month, all five of us. Uh, and um, we should probably start planning that uh, either we start getting serious about what our plans will be, where we want to go next week, talking about it on our cruise and then coming back and we need to start booking that stuff if we're going to make it. Um, it's very scary. But, uh, you know, it, it's an experience and it'll be a lifelong experience that our kids will never forget. That's something that everybody I, I talk to has told me. And so it, I'm, I definitely want to make that happen. So and then after I get back from Europe, uh, pretty much right around the corner, I do. Um, I, I'm going to come back and uh, go to Fort Worth, Texas, and that is going to be for the podcast movement. Now, this is going to be held on July 31st through August 2nd. And this event, last year was the very first time that they had the podcast movement. It was put together by Jared Easley, Dan Franks, uh, Gary Leland, and Mitch Todd. And these four folks were all attendees who had gone to New Media Expo and said, wouldn't it be great if we had some kind of event where it was just podcasters? Now, I, th I think that is a very great uh, thing to have. And I will tell you that when I first heard about it, I was a little bit concerned because at the time I was the director of podcasting for New Media Expo. And I'm and one of my goals was to create one event every year where pretty much every single podcaster would go. And when when they first told me about this, I wasn't so excited at first because I'm thinking, wait a second, what you're doing is you're creating a competing event uh, from the podcasting track of New Media Expo. And, and as a result of that, eventually people are going to choose to attend one or the other and, and you know, it, it, it's going to pull away some podcasters from New Media Expo. And one of the, one of my friends that is in this team and it says, no, Cliff, that wasn't our intent and we don't really think that, that we just do not see that that's going to happen. Uh, you know, New Media Expo, anyway, blah, 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 blah. Well, here's the thing. Um, in preparation for this episode earlier this week, I went to the alumni of podcasting A to Z. And by the way, there are 440 students who have gone through podcasting A to Z. And I asked them, guys, you know, hey, what's the deal here? New Media Expo 
and podcast movement. Which of these two conferences are you attending this year? Um, are you attending both? One, just, just one and not the other? If so, which one or none at all? I'd love to hear your thoughts. And there are a couple people who are, and I literally mean a couple, including myself. There are a couple people who are attending both events. But there are a lot of people who are saying, I'm only doing New Media Expo this year. And there are quite a few who are saying, I'm only doing podcast movement this year. So it, it did exactly do. Um, it has exactly done what I thought it would do. And it is actually pulling some people away from the podcasting uh, track of New Media Expo and taking their attendance to a different conference, the podcast movement. Now, you know, here's the deal. You know, I, I'm no longer officially connected to New Media Expo. Uh, it doesn't, you know, break my, it, it doesn't affect me financially at all uh, at this point. And so here's the, here's the thing. I, I don't think it's a bad idea to have this second conference. I still fully support uh, going to Podcast Movement, and I think it's a great event. And I am going there this year. And by the, oh, by the way, I didn't mention this, but I am speaking at New Media Expo. Um, so I will be speaking there as well. But anyway, um, Podcast Movement, it, it, is, it is pulling some people away. So here's the one thing. there For several years, there was one event where any podcaster who is going to attend a podcast-related event, pretty much you could see every single one of them at one event. And that's something that I I had even worked hard for because New Media Expo used to have two events every year, one on the East Coast, one on the West year, one uh, West Coast, or not every single year, but at least for several years on back-to-back, they had two events. And I'm like, guys, we've got some people who come to one and some who come to the other. And, and one of the draws is to be able to go there and, hang out with all these other podcasters that you want to network with. And so it took a lot to convince them to go to one event per year. And now all of a sudden, now there really is, there actually really is three events because social media marketing world has had a large, has included a huge focus on podcasting even since its first year. This is their third year. And even this year, there's there's even a, a, a greater focus on podcasting again this year. So now there's there's really three different events that you could consider in the United States uh, when it comes to podcasting. And so it, it it is diversifying, and it, and it is you know it is taking and dispersing some of those different people in different areas. Include you know those popular podcasters that you might want to reach out to. Some of them are attending one and not the other. Now, which ones are they going to be at and which ones they're not? You'll have to reach out and find out. But find, you know, find the conference that means that means the most to you. Now, podcast movement. Now, at podcast and uh, NMX, one of the things that we had tried to do or that I had tried to do was to bring podcasters from all different spheres. Um, there, there are many sub communities within the podcast community and. We had the, you know, the business-focused podcast community, which is part of, you know, that's the community that I am. And we're the ones who are content marketers. We're, we're selling courses online or we're selling uh, products and services. You know, we're, we're really into figuring out how to monetize our efforts or, um, and stuff like that. The, you know, there's the business focus. Then you've got other people from the other community who are just doing this for the hobby and the love of it and, and they're just doing it because they really want to just create a positive difference in the world. And I kind of find fall into that camp with a lot of my podcasting efforts as well, as many of you know. 
And also there, we reached out to the fiction podcast community. These people who who are um, authors, who are writing fiction novels and and releasing those as podcast episodes, audio book narrators, and and just the creative types, if you will. Um, and then there was the sports and stuff like that. So one of the things that New Media Expo had was a collective mix of all different various sub-communities of the podcast community. Oh, oh, and I forgot to mention one other thing. Let me go back to New Media Expo. Hello, the podcast awards. The podcast awards. And in fact, let me just check something real quickly. If I go to podcastawards.com, if there was a announcement of who they got to do the um the leader that to to actually announce the awards and now I can't seem to find it here but it but it was somebody pretty big anyway Rick's probably going to be upset when he sees that I didn't remember who it was but it, but I but I remember it's oh that's pretty big and I can't remember who it was let me I'm going to pause to see if I can find it real quick Oh, here it is. Uh, it's Dennis Miller and Emily Morse. Now, I don't know who Den- who Emily Morse is. It says Emily, she Emily Morse is a noted sex and relationship expert. All right. So, but anyway, Dennis Miller. Uh, here it is. It says the King of Rants. Dennis Dennis Miller is a comedian, actor, nationally syndicated radio host, and podcaster. Dennis rose from uh, rose to fame as a cast member of Saturday Night Live. So, anyway, um, I definitely know. Dennis Miller from his Saturday Night Live days, and I know that uh, he is a funny guy, and he is going to be uh, co-hosting the, uh, or yeah, announcing the awards for the Podcast Awards. I think it's going to be a huge event, and the Podcast Awards alone, I think, is going to be a worthy thing to attend New Media Expo for. So anyway, going back to Podcast Movement, though. Uh, Podcast Movement, what I find is that this, this community seems more focused on the business side. So for me, I'm particularly interested because there's going to be a lot of my friends like, uh, well, people who have businesses and brands that they're building through their podcasting efforts. Uh, Cash Car Convert, Art of Value. I imagine those guys will be there. Um, I don't know that to be certain, but I would imagine well, I'll see them there. Um, other people who have businesses and brands, uh, you know, that it that's that seemed to be that seemed to be the synergy of what's going there. In fact, I heard some people who are not necessarily focused on that kind of griping, complaining that everything seems to be about how to monetize your podcast, how to build your business, how to get people on your mailing list and all of that other stuff. And while that wasn't all that they had, it was certainly a majority of what they had. So they did have a sports panel and stuff like that, but um, you know, maybe they'll expand. Maybe they'll try to be a little bit more um, I think they tried to be a little bit more uh, diversified in the, the the reach of the event the very first year. I don't think it was intentional. It's just that those all, all the guys who created the event, they're very much focused on they're they're from this community of people, and I think that they drew the crowd that you know that are most associated with them. Um, you know, and and that's how things happen. I don't know that they'll be able to break out of that, being that none of them are from another community outside of that. Um, I know for me, it was very difficult for me to build the diversity into the podcasting track, um, but but I think it's possible. Uh, but my guess is that who's going to benefit most from podcast movement? My guess is it's the entrepreneurial type crowd of podcasters. They may not agree with that, but that's my assessment from the first year. 
And um, yeah, I would say that that's who's going to be there. Now, here's the deal. Um, you can go to podcastmovement.com to sign up. Oh, did I give you my affiliate link for New Media Expo? I did not. My affiliate link for New Media Expo is gspn.tv slash nmx. gspn.tv slash nmx. If you use, also, on top of using my affiliate code, if you use pr- promo code gspn20, you'll save $100 off the cost of your ticket. That's New Media Expo. Now, uh, or you can go to podcastanswerman.com, look for the New Media Expo tag on the uh, uh, artwork on the right-hand side of my site, click on that link, and it also has a reminder of what my promo code is there. Uh, Now, I do not have an affiliate link with Podcast Movement. Um, I have not been invited to speak at Podcast Movement uh, and that's perfectly fine. I don't I don't know how they're working that out this year and stuff like that. I know that they've announced the keynote speakers for uh, this year's event. And I know that Pat Flynn is going to be keynoting. So I'm very excited about that. They also have Sarah uh, Keening uh, from Serial. She is going to be keynoting. I'll be excited to hear what she has to say. Aish uh, Taylor is going to be there and keynoting. My friend Lou Mangello I'm so excited that he he will be having a keynote address. And then also John Lee Dumas, my friend, is going to be keynoting, which is going to be great as well. So I'm excited about the keynote addresses. They have not announced any of the other speakers. And again, they haven't reached out to me at all to ask me if I wanted to speak. And I'm not aware of a speaker submission process. And I don't know that I'll be, if I'll be speaking at all at this event. And again, it's not a big deal one way or the other. But I will be at this event. And so uh, I'm looking forward to it. And if you're going to be there, I look forward to seeing you. All right. And then um, my final event for 2015 that I'm attending is not in the United States. It is New Media Europe. That's right. September 12th and 13th. It is in Manchester of the UK. And um, this is put together by Mike and Isabella Russell, two of my very great friends from over at Music Radio Creative. And this is their first uh, all-inclusive new media um, uh, conference. It's, it's kind of like how New Media Expo incorporates you know, bloggers and podcasters and people who create web and YouTube and stuff. They're, they're doing the same thing where they're trying to reach out to all of those communities and uh, I would imagine that this is going to be the first event that I attend where a majority of the conference attendees are from Europe and only a very small percentage are from the United States. Now, um, that's going to be pretty exciting. I am actually doing the keynote, opening keynote address for that event, which is ex- exciting and exhilarating. And also, I'm very nervous about it as well. Um, I'm sure it's going to go well, but I'm a little nervous. I'll be just be honest with you there. Uh, and as it gets closer, I'm even more nervous about it. But it's going to be fun. And I, what this was going to be my, my first trip to Europe, uh, but now it will be my second trip because uh, we decided instead of taking my family to me with me to uh, Europe in September and spending a month there that time, we did not want to interfere with the kids' school schedule. Uh, and so we decided that uh, we're going to go this summer instead. So anyway, I'm looking forward to going to this event just because it's in Europe. If you're in Europe and you've never attended one of these big conferences in the U.S., I highly encourage you to come to New Media Europe. And if you're in the United States, let's go to Europe. (laughs) 
Come on over. Uh, and I do have, by the way, a, an affiliate link there, podcastanswerman.com slash Europe. And again, if you go to podcastanswerman.com, on the right-hand side, there is a, a picture, an image there of New Media Europe. And if you click that link, that's also my affiliate link as well. All right. So there you go. That is, those are the conferences that I'm attending. And those are, I think, uh, ho- hopefully will help you decide which of these conferences might be the right conference for you. And uh, if you're coming to any of those conferences, I certainly uh, look forward to seeing you there. One other conference that I will tell you about um, that I am not attending this year, but I've been to twice, and it's called the SCORE Conference, and it's S-C-O-R-R-E conference.tv. And SCORE Conference is for people who want to take their public speaking to the next level. So if you're brand new to public speaking or if you've been speaking for many years, there's something you can do to take your public speaking to the next level. I've attended this conference twice, and it's radically, drastically improved my public speaking uh, both times that I've attended. And uh, their next event is coming up May 4th through the 7th in Orlando, Florida. And I believe if you use my promo code CLIFF, I believe it still saves you some money off of the conference. Just type in my name, C-L-I-F-F, into the promo code field and see if it gives you some money off. If it doesn't, email me, and uh, I'll get them to fix that. Um, so yeah, there you go. That Those are those are the conferences. Uh, choose one of those conferences this year. I think that you'll find all of those benefits that I told you about. All right, um, you know what? I'm already over an hour. I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna play the music. Um, I will just say, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, I hope to be back again next week. And uh, if you are not on my mailing list, how about I just promote that? If you're not on my mailing list, I encourage you to head over to podcastanswerman.com slash list, put your name and email address in there. And even though I still have not updated my opt-in box or message, the reality is is that instead of just notifying you when I have a new product or service to sell, um, I am communicating more frequently, uh, more of a personal you know, kind of little personal email out to the folks who are in that community. Things I share with them that I don't typically share uh, anywhere else. So if you are interested in that, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash list. All right, with that, my friends, I will talk to you again next week. And until then, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Podcast Answer Man.